leading on to the next point, how do you think, what's the best way to help other people find mm. their north? Helping other people find their north is something that's like probably a big part of what I try to do from a work sense. I think first we need to take off our rose colored glasses. So I've written a blog post called the, I think called the glass prison at some point. Sorry, there's a lot of them. And in that one, I talk about how every one of us is basically born into a, or we grow up and develop this kind of worldview that's like surrounded by glass, but that glass is tinted. So mine might be red, might, might have a tinge of red and your glass might be a bit frosted Luke with blue. But we both look at the same world and call, call call things by the same names and have the same language for objects. And we think we're looking at the world the same because you can't see the barriers. You can't, it's just glass, right? So you just think everything is that way. And we kind of need to like check that assumption before we really look at people and look to like help people. So you need to kind of suspend what you want your worldview for a bit and try best you can to see things from their perspective. Like what color is Luke's glass? I think that's the first thing, like seeing people as, as they truly are and coming from a posture of like understanding before if ever like prescribing, I think is really important. And then you're always in a vantage point to help someone see their blind spot. So I've come to the conclusion that people will see in themselves a lot of the things they're good at but they will rarely ever see their biggest superpower. I think that's because it's normally so ingrained in who they are to be their biggest superpower that they take it for granted. They don't realize that not many people can do that. I don't think you realize that you are a very good, maybe an incredibly good question asker and potentially podcaster. I remember we were having a conversation and I was like, I actually think Luke is probably someone who'd be really, really good at this. Um, especially if he, if he like put effort into it because I've been interviewed a lot and I've done, I've done a bit of the podcast stuff. And so I can yeah. yardstick you compared to those people for you. You're just, you've always lived inside this curious brain as the question asker. So how can how can you tell? Never thought of it. Yeah. Never thought of it. It might just I've go never, to be the thing. I've never thought of at. it from that I had the frame experience reference. once where yeah. uh, good, a good friend of ours, Gilly was introducing me to someone at a cafe. And he introduces her. This is Joe. Does many things, but mainly he's a thinker. And I was just like, wow, I'm a thinker. That's a good, wow. Yes, that fits. That makes sense. It's almost better than writer. Yeah. I'm a thinker. Better than even say entrepreneur. That never felt, obviously now I kind of, I kind of use doorman a lot, but thinker is, a, I, you know, I really like that. And you know, Scott, I think Scott's always given me a good perspective on like, I don't know if you realize, but you're probably a really good ex, you know, probably multiple times and almost me to him too. Like, I don't know if you realize this, Scott, but you see things this angle. You always see a really good roadmap for whatever needs to be done. And, and I don't think other people can see that. That's why maybe sometimes you might even have trouble communicating with people. They can't see. So I think that's really important. The other thing is that beautiful quote from a nice nin to go back to the, the rose colored glass thing that glass things like we don't see things as they are but as we are uh, i think so much of it is about checking your own reality first and yeah, then well. trying to really see the person in front of you but the other thing i think is massive is always ask that one of my favorite questions what would you do for an audience of none 
Like what would you do if it was an empty theater? You're not necessarily just singing, but you, you're performing everything you do as a performance in life, right? So whether it's working a job, whether it's starting a project or a business, whether it's singing, dancing and art, whether it's being a parent, thinking a certain way, everything you do is a, a performance or a game you choose to play. And there's always a reason why you've chosen to do it. So, but if, if I gave you an empty theater and said, what would you just do in, well, you're not going to do anything that's for money because no one's paying you. It's an empty theater and you're not going to do anything for attention because no one is there to applaud you. Like the only applause you really have to give is your own for yourself. And why I love that question is for me, normally it seems to strip back all those extrinsic reasons for doing something external things like money, like I just said, approval, praise, validation, social status. A lot of those things are like really bad basis for making decisions most of the time because they are based on other people and other people have the power. So if that, if their, if their values move, what they want moves and changes direction, you would have to follow it. Whereas uh, coming from an intrinsic place, by default, which is just what you would do for an audience of none, what you do, cause you just enjoy doing it. Again, remember like episode 125 or whatever it is, you know, enjoy the process that normally reveals what people like are just deeply, truly interested in. And because of that, it's a really sustainable thing for them and they'll move towards it. And that, that for me has been really powerful. I've very, it's, I don't really find any yeah. situation where someone's answered that and then they've acted like contrary to what they've said. So I've talked to people who, you know, work in startups and stuff and they're having trouble, you know, finding their feet within a company and they're trying to find their place in the company. And I go, you know, what do you want to do for an audience and none? And they say something that just has nothing to do with being in a technology business, for example. And I'm like, ah, oh, this person is not going to find a real like kind of glove fit role here. Not in, not in like a really traditional capacity. Cause it's actually just not what they deeply want to do. A lot of the time we do things cause we got to pay the bills. Mm. So we d develop competencies at certain things. And so we end up doing that for a while and we just think that that's our thing, but we don't, we struggle with the motivation to take the next step up. It's not because you're not good enough. It's because you're not actually that deeply, deeply interested in it. You're like, you might be kind of interested in it and you might've developed an interest in the interest of, you know, sustaining yourself. But sometimes it's just like, you can't really fake that, you know, you, you, you can't fake that. But for me, that has always helped reveal like what people should be doing. I've asked it to a lot of people who think they're really interested in something and their answer has always tricked them into like revealing their true selves. Yeah. It is external. Hmm. Uh, those questions extremely powerful in the sense that yeah because you're, you're sort of biased towards choosing those external or you can be there can be a tendency to lead towards making decisions based on potentially yeah. pleasing your family or you you know pleasing other people at a time and you might not even realize it so if you can if you can sounds like what you're suggesting is potentially ask yourself those questions. What do you, what would you do for an, an audience of none? Or what would you do with, when yeah. no one's looking, think of it on an Island where there's no one there and you could just do whatever it, you want. What would you do? Like great. It's one of the most popular it's a pretty concepts, good question. you know, that 
managed to birth on the blog. Like everything, every, everything I do on the blog, obviously there's no such thing as a purely independent individual achievement. Like it's all been helped by people in my environment, but that is one of the most popular. And I just want to emphasize that because relative to like at the moment, 180 other posts and ideas and all that shit. So obviously if something stands out amongst that, it's got to be for a reason. And it has just connected with people a lot because it's, 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 I think it's useful because you can just self check. It's always great. Like self-talk is hard, like be more motivated, be more motivated. It's not necessarily going to work. Sometimes it's really easy for other people to manipulate our state of like how we feel in a given point in time, hard to just generate it on your own, but sometimes the right quotes or questions or thought exercises help you kind of, if you imagine like if I swirl oil and water around, it becomes one liquid, but if you stop and you let it settle, the oil can go to the bottom and the water can rise to the top and you can see the difference. And that's, I think sometimes the right conversation, which gives you an objective view of yourself is kind of like slowing things down so you can separate. And maybe that, maybe it's the, I don't know if it's the conscious us compared to the astro or, you know, the conscious part of us to the subconscious. However, it kind of, there's definitely more than one very active personality within us, if that makes sense, like entity rather than personality, if that makes sense. Like you always, it always feels like there's some part of yourself that you're talking to. And I maybe Astro mm. the dog's best way of thinking about it, right? Just to keep it simple. Like you're talking to this dog part of you, the intuitive part. And I think sometimes those questions are just really good because they enable you to like step away from the dog and look at the dog rather than being inside the dog's way of thinking.